There it is, it's over. The Roosters have won it. Minor premiers become major premiers. Welcome, Roosters fans, to a week where we got the two points. That's right. We had the bye with no opposition, and we'll take them gladly. We've got a couple of busted-up players. We've got a few in Origin camp, and we cannot wait for Wednesday night where the Mighty Blues and the Roosters-led Origin side take on the might of Queensland at home in Suncorp. There's more to talk about. There's more to get excited about. We've got Jake Friend coming on the show. Andrew wow. Shooter Maguire, fellow host, talks about beanies for brain cancer. Silky Bells, welcome to another episode of Roosters Radio. What an intro, Bush. What a great show coming up. We've got heaps to talk about. Uh, Jared Hargraves on tonight, the hearing. What do you think, Silkman? I think he'll beat it. I don't think any player has ever been suspended for two weeks for a late tackle. Uh, There wasn't much intent involved. He didn't strike the head. Look, we spoke about on last week's show, he's got a pretty uh, long track record with the judiciary. Um, But he's, well, look, fingers crossed that he beats it. Yeah, I, I personally think he was just missing them because he hadn't seen the digital for a while. He probably thought, I haven't <laughs> wanted to catch go up back with and a, say g'day. You know, you just <laughs> catch up with old friends every now and then. But in all <laughs> seriousness, he, you know, the tackle he made was just strong. It, you know what? I'm going to say this as a Roosters fan. I reckon it was a bit late. Of course it was. But I speak to some old school footballers. We don't profess to be the experts here. We've all played footy, even Bells, at a good level. But... I can say to you that the old school hardheads just love that tackle. Speaking of old school, we've got an old school coach joining us at the club this year in 2019, Rick Stone, former Newcastle coach, coached Fiji, I believe. Mm -hmm. He's taken over the reins of our NRL Holden Women's Premiership team. Uh, Adam Hardigan has decided to focus on his role in the development side. Yep. And uh, Rick Stone, former uh, footballer himself, played a few games at South. Champion bloke. I've had the pleasure of meeting Rick. He's got amazing blue eyes, Bush. Uh, We we, we met Rick that (laughs) night, and I'll tell you what, I was mesmerised. I was hypnotised or not. I was looking for the wallet and the watch. I thought he was a magician. But we are going to get Rick on in the next couple of weeks to talk about his plans for our women's side. Our women's side are going to be exciting. Bells? Yeah, super exciting for the women's side. Having a head coach from the NRL, like Newcastle Knights, coming in now to the Women's Rugby League, it's just going to lift the level again and it's going to be a great season. We've seen what Scott Prince has done at Brisbane and I think that's the benchmark. And no disrespect to Hardy, who did an amazing job Mm. with the women, but he's focusing on, as you said, the development side of things. Rick's come in for a nice change-up, so let's look for some good results. And I just want to give a quick shout-out. Rick was a former captain coach of the Nambucca Roosters. Uh, They're celebrating their 100th year next year in 2020. So... uh, to all the Nambucca Roosters out there, I hope you're building towards a big premiership in 2020. There you have it. You're on Roosters Radio. Right after this, Jake Friend. Are you ready? Yes! I said, are you ready? Yes! Are you ready? Yes! Give me an A! Yes! Give me an A! Yes! Give me an A! Yes! Give me a D! Yes! Give me an A! Yes! Give me an A! Yes! 
Well, Roosters fans, welcome back. And of course, our fearless leader, he's on the sidelines for the moment, but we all know how much we miss him. But he is on Roosters Radio today to talk about that and more. Jakey Friend, welcome to Roosters Radio in 219, I think for the second time. Yeah, hey fellas, good to be back. Always good to have you, mate. Firstly, Friendy, we're going to kick off and ask the obvious question for our fans out there. How is the injury going? We know that you were taken down Anzac Day with the uh, with the bicep. How's it coming along? Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's coming um, probably a little bit quicker than I expected. I, I see the surgeon tomorrow and um, that'll probably give me a, a better gauge um, when, I'll be, when I'll be back. But, um, you know, I'm out of the brace and starting to do some light um, isometric holds and a little bit of weights and, and that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, I'm pushing for maybe four or five weeks and um, we'll see how we go. Friendy, when you did your injury, obviously the timing of it uh, is never good. But in this particular time, you know, uh, you know, a player like you who really could only be second to someone like Cameron Smith, I mean, brings you, it brings the obvious state of origin question in mind. Did you think that at all going through your head? I mean, obviously you're thinking Roosters as well, but, mate, there was no other hooker that was going to play state of origin this year on your form. No, I guess, you know, um, at the time I just wanted to sort of see what was wrong. I knew something was, but I was hoping that, you know, it wasn't going to be um, a full rupture and it would have possibly been able to play on. But, um, you know, I guess... You sort of have a thought of that, but also that sort of stuff's never guaranteed. So, um, you know, obviously there was a lot of talk after the injury about, you know, the possibility of me probably being there. But, um, oh, you know, if, for me, it was the injury was done then and it was about, right, what do I have to do to get back? And, yeah. um and make that process as quick as I could. Yeah, well, Roosters fans are screaming for you, mate, so hurry up. <laughs> Friendy Belzy here. Um, I don't want to focus on the injury, obviously, but um, as far as injuries go and what you've had in the past, is this one of the worst? Um, oh, I suppose I had a shoulder and obviously the neck was annoying at the start of the year. And But, um, you know, as a, probably the shoulder was worse for me. Uh, this one's pretty straightforward. You know, I was three and a half weeks in the... Uh, in the brace, which is, you know, the most important part for the healing. And, um, you know, speaking to the surgeon, he, he's he's pretty confident that it'll recover, you know, to at least 95%. So, um, you know, I think obviously the first bit for me is the, the most frustrating when you're sitting around with, with not much to do and not, you know, not having um, a right arm is, is pretty challenging. But, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, for for an injury, it's it's pretty straightforward, um, especially now. Uh, you know, I know exactly what I have to do, and um, you know, it's just about getting it strength nice and strong at the top, and then you know, getting more and more range with with the bicep, and um, yeah, and uh, we'll see how we go. Most importantly, what about the coffee skills, baristering? How are you going with that with only one arm? Um, you know, I'm actually up here at the moment, so uh, I think I'll pour a coffee better left-handed. <laughs> Just a little plug for the I'll cafe play. again at Ramwick. Yeah, high society, by the way, high friends. Society. I've, never, uh, I've never been out or um, really do much coffee art. It's always usually a blob, but with the left hand, I've started to get a little bit going, so it's a bit strange. <laughs> Good yeah. stuff. I want to just change the uh, the topic of conversation here, and I want to talk state of origin, but in particular, I want to talk about Boyd Cordner and his leadership skills. Now... We know that yep. you're both co-captains at the club, and, and I think it's fair to say your uh, leadership attributes as you lead by example, you know, you're doing 100 tackles a game and, and, you know, doing all the hard stuff. 
Can you give our fans a little bit of an insight on what Boyd adds to that captaincy role and how do you think it works at state of origin level? Um, you know, I think uh, Boyd, he's uh, very much the same, I would say, as me. He's a, you know, his actions week in, week out sort of, you know, show his leadership. If a, you know, I think Newcastle game was a classic example of that. Um, you know, all the chips were down for us and um, there was a few players that just stood up and went after that game and Boyd was definitely one of them, you know, he was coming out of the line trying to create some sort of spark for us in that second half and, um, you know, I think that's the type of bloke he is and, you know, he, he says his bit um, and I think, you know, he never says too much but when he does speak, he um, he definitely grabs the room and, and the boys listen to him and respect him and I'd say, you know, it'd be very much the same in the Blues camp and um, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's pretty widely respected through um, the whole code and, um, you know, we see what he does week in, week out on the field, but, you know, he's, he's the same around training. He's always doing the little bits and always making sure his body's right to play again uh, the way he wants to every weekend. Has he got a blow-up in him? I know, like, we've spoken to Fitzy and even Fletch, and they've talked about some of the great captains that our club's had. Brad Fittler, for example, first on the training paddock, last to leave. You know, if you weren't running the right lines, he'd get up your training. Has Boyd got a, a blow-up in him? Uh, yeah, like he does. Uh, I wouldn't say it's probably a more measured blow-up than most. Um, but, yeah, you know, if, if, it, if things aren't going our way, he definitely says what he, what he needs to and. But then again, I think, you know, his actions are the things that, mate, if, if what he does in, in some of the games when, you know, our backs against the wall doesn't spur blokes on, then, you know, there's probably not many words that are going to do it either. Well, myself and Bush and Bells would like to come in and just maybe give you and, and Boydie a little bit of negotiating skills because I'm yet to see you change a, a, a referee's decision midfield yet. So maybe you could, we could add some value there. <laughs> mate. He doesn't need negotiating oh. skills. He takes it out of the opposition. We see what happens. You just wait till they take the tap, friendy. Now, mate, um, moving into... Uh, They're not fans of me, those boys. <laughs> moving into State of Origin, one of our uh, heir apparents, if he, if he will be your heir apparent, has been picked as the 19th man, uh, young Victor Radley. How do you rate Victor yep. at club level and how do you think he'll go uh, if he got an opportunity in State of Origin? Yeah, I think, you know, he's, he's definitely, uh, as soon as he started with us, you know, I think you, everyone knew he was going to be something. Um, obviously, it's come along pretty quick for him. And, um, you know, I almost feel bad for him if I was around playing for, you know, this last eight weeks or so. I, I feel that he possibly would have been in that that team if he was playing lock. Um, you know, he's he's done a great job for the Roosters and, you know, jumped in there at nine and played out of position and I, I feel like that may have cost him a little bit with his origin stuff but you know I think for, for Rad he's got plenty of time plenty of time on his side and I'm, I'm sure he's going to play plenty of games for the Blues. Just on Radley as well Friendy you've only played a handful of games so far this year and he has jumped into yep. your position how do you think he's actually going in that hooker position? Yeah you know I think he's done a great job for a guy that's he's played a little bit of hooker but um, to go in at his age and, um, you know, not his usual position, but he's punching out 80 minutes. And um, I think it's been tough for him as well. He, he probably hasn't had um, the halves there. You know, we've chopped and changed halves all year with Cooper and uh, Keary and people in and out. So, um, you know, that, that that's tough on Rads as well. He hasn't had a, a solid half just to work with. But, 
And I think um, he's had some good plays and, and um, you know, his defensive effort's been massive. So, um, But like I said, I, I believe he's a, a lock. I think that's his best position. And I think we're missing a bit of that uh, in our footy because he's playing at nine and we, we don't have the ball skill a ball playing forward that, that he is. So, um, you know, it'll be good to see uh, him back in the lock position and, and I'm pretty... Uh, Pretty keen to get back out there myself. So. Well, Friendy, on that point, what we've noticed as fans is how much we miss you. Like, your your efforts around the ruck, you know, we, we know about the tackling, but I think it's it's when you're not there that we've really realised mm. how much we do wish, miss you. So, uh, Which is why we, he didn't answer your call, he answered mine, because he knew that I knew that already and you'd been saying he had, sorry, Jake, about this. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> moving I tell forward, you what, it's, moving it's, forward. It's exciting times coming towards the end of the year with Friendy back. back. You know, the halves together in the combinations, I'm really looking forward to it. I think Kiri and myself will probably hopefully be back around the same time. So. Oh, well, there's awesome. a scoop. There's a scoop. He's got to take it, you know, he's got to take it day by day and then obviously week by week. But, um, you know, if he if his head's right, I think it'll be around the same time. So, you know, um, it'll uh, hopefully give us a bit of a spur to it's a, it's a long season and if you know, my job will be to bring some energy in the back part of the season. I tell you what, that is exciting news for Roosters fans, isn't it, Silkman? Absolutely, I'm wrapped. And look, best of luck to Luke. I know he's had some... We, we sponsor him here at Radio Hub, and uh, we wish him all the best and hopefully a speedy recovery. But, mate, moving forward, we've got a game of football this weekend. We're taking on Penrith. Uh, look, we're gonna be, we've got our players back. Hopefully no one gets injured there on Wednesday night. But, um, look, the elephant in the room, we will... We were pretty poor against Newcastle. I think we needed yeah. the bye. Your thoughts on this weekend's game? Yeah, mate, you know, I, I agree with you there. Like, obviously, um, you know, we, we didn't play the way we wanted to in Newcastle and it was disappointing knowing that we had the week off, that we probably lacked a bit of effort. But, um, you know, I think the the week um, just gone, a lot of the boys got away. They freshened up, you know, spent some time with the kids and whatever else. And, um, you know, they... Yesterday we're bouncing around and, and back to, you know, their, their selves. So I think, um, you know, the boys will be firing this week. And um, I'm not too sure on the team. Obviously, we'll wait till tomorrow night to see who's in and out. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that all the boys are keen to uh, sort of make up for those probably the little little laps of those two weeks. So He's hoping. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking up I'm pick, picking pretty... Pretty solid performance by our boys out there. Well, that's good to hear. Now, mate, before we let you go, we know you're an old mad Noosa pirate. Uh, we know you'll be tipping Queensland, but can we get a bit of a score prediction? How do you think it'll play out? Um, I'm going to go Queensland 16, New South Wales 12, and I'm going to say... Me mate from Noosa, Moses Embiid, is going to score the last try for Queensland. Oh, there's an hey. exotic. What about first try scorer? Oh, not sure there. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be a, uh, we it has to be a center, I'd say. One of the center. El Mitchell? Always, El Mitchell. Always maybe. back Latrell, they say. Yes, now, Friendy, before we do let you go, mate, thank you so much for your time. One important factor, equally important to first try scorer and the origin result, is the high society menu. I've been noticing that uh, the stables that I like is, the, you know, the burger and the chips, which, you know, fulfills any young uh, aspiring <laughs> hooker to make 70 tackles. What I do want to let people know if you want to go a bit healthy is the acai bowl that you got there. But, mate, is there anything on the winter menu that I need to know about or our fans need to know about? Because you've got such a great range up there at 164 High Street, Randwick, <laughs> 8056 5967. Ask for Jake. Anything on the yeah, winter menu mate. we should look out for, mate? 
Uh, the, the soups, the daily soup specials uh, have been pretty good. The chef's um, been pumping out some good different stuff there, so uh, probably them. And uh, what do we got? We got the uh, – I can't even read it from here. But, uh, <laughs> well, it's a week for soup anyway. Mate, you're, a man with one, you're a man with one arm. The other arm should be on one of those great soups. Thank you so much for spending time on Roosters Radio. Fans need to know, get to high society because, listen, for a dollar a day you can make a difference. We can keep Friendy here for the rest of his life. We'll get Friendy on every week if we keep plugging the, sh- the, uh, the cafe like that. Love the joint. Mate, yeah. go, go up there and eat. Every Wednesday. Every Tuesday. <laughs> every Tuesday is perfect. I'll give it a Tuesday special. <laughs> well, Roosters uh, fans, we love him. Friendy, thanks so much for being on Roosters Radio again this year. We wish you the best with the recovery. Mate, we can't wait till you're back. We're up there in the captain's club looking around where's Jake and uh, look forward to your recovery and returning to the field. Guys, appreciate it. Thanks again, and I'll, uh, I'll talk to you later in the year. Thanks, Thanks Randy. Mate. Well, there you have it. What a uh, mate! What an outstanding leader. And as you said, Silky, like leading by example. You know, seventy tackles. Friendy doesn't say too much. Uh, you know, on the field, he doesn't need to. And I tell you what, I cannot wait to see. Um, you know what happens in Origin two and three with with Queensland if he gets an opportunity because I reckon if he was in that side, I wouldn't be backing against him this week. To be honest with you, because he would round off what you said he does for the Roosters. He would do it at that, that level, and I reckon a player like him deserves that opportunity. Yeah, the only unfortunate thing is I think he's due to come back about round 17, so he's going to miss oh, that. Oh, that late? Yeah. Perfect. Then he's in next year if, he, if he's in that same sort of form, which no doubt he will be. You're on Roosters Radio. We'll be back right after this. Well, Roosters fans, a wonderful initiative for Rugby League. All fans have been touched by and something we're going to get right behind here on Roosters Radio. I know the Sydney Roosters are right behind it. I know Rugby League's right behind it. Silky, I tell you who is also right behind it is Andrew Shooter Maguire, part of our team here at Roosters Radio. Beanies for Brain Cancer Round. It's in Round 19, but the beanies have gone on sale today. And Shooter's online to talk to us about it. Shooter, you're with us. Yep, I'm with you. Hey, guys. How are you? Now, Shooter, great to have you on the line. A very emotive subject, and I know that members in the in the in the room here. I know Bush has been uh, affected by brain cancer in his own family, but you got on board uh, with the Mark Hughes Foundation a couple of years ago. Can you tell us a bit about your journey there? Yeah, mate, I did. I um, you know, I got to know Hughesy quite well a couple of years ago. We we, we did a trek through the uh, across the Kakata track uh, to raise money for the Mark Hughes Foundation, and on that on that particular trip, I actually got really close to Mark, and um, you know, got to know his story. And how he's fought brain cancer, and how you know it's, a, it's actually an incurable disease, and and there's that because there's no cure, they're just fighting to raise funds to research to find a cure. So um, he's such a positive bloke, Mark. Um, these trips are designed not only to raise money but to challenge himself and the people around him. And and, and we've so far we've done Kokoda. Uh, Everest Base Camp with your Borneo last year, and the boys are going to Mount Kilimanjaro this year. So it's just wonderful how many people get on board, and and, and some of the trips they do are not for the faint-hearted. So it's, it is a challenge. Shooter, I know from a um, you know from a ground level, the Everyman, the Roosters fan, um, you know the Roosters Radio fan. How do we get on and support this uh, you know great initiative? I know the beanies are twenty-five bucks. Do we get online? You can get them through your club. What do we do? Yep. Well, the uh, the. We, we, we're, we've organised a whole lot of boonies that have been sent down um, from the Mark Hughes Foundation. So um, we're doing that through the through the Paddington Colts Club. Um, I know Clovelly through Tootie Devereux, they've jumped on board and already bought 300 boonies for their for a lot of their junior teams. Kelly Robbo from Bondi United is also going to get involved. But if anyone else out there wants to get involved, they can either get in touch with us directly through the, the Paddo Colts 
or Bondi United or Clive Valley, and uh, we will get the we'll get the beanies down to you guys at training or on game day. But um, we'll have them there to use pretty much ASAP. The beanies are all arriving this week. Um, they're twenty five dollars each. It's a great initiative. Uh, it'll be great to see all the kids decked out in the boonies for the uh, boonies for brain cancer round in round 19. Yeah, mate, and I can't wait. I know that round 19 Roosters fans will get right behind this. I think that you mentioned there'd be a possibility we could look forward to having Mark Hughes in here and telling a little bit of the story behind the boonies for brain cancer round and uh, also listening to the amazing uh, trip you guys did to Borneo last year, which had a bit of a twist and turn that is just another amazing story. Oh, it did, you know. You know, when, I think a lot of people, there was 35 people on that trip and, you know, I think some people would just, you know, go along for the ride uh, just to help raise money for the cause of some high-profile sports people, um, some other uh, uh, sort of uh, well-to-do business uh, people that were on that trip. But when we actually got on the trip, I, I don't think anybody realised just how how tough and challenging it actually was with, with the elements involved. We were in Borneo, it was... 45 degrees, we had to ride 180 kilometres through the mountains in 45 degree heat. That took its toll on pretty much half the field who didn't even get through those first two days. Um, from, from then, we had to walk 100 kilometres through the jungle and follow the path of the you know, the, the soldiers that, that, that was called the Sandic and Death March that, that had gone before us in World War II. That was challenging enough too. And then to finish it off, we had to climb up a a mountain, uh, 4,300 metre mountain, Mount Kinabalu, which uh, the temperatures plummeted down to minus five degrees. So three days earlier, people were dropping like flies with heat exhaustion. And, you know, a couple of days after that, there was people there was people dropping with altitude sickness and hypothermia. So I tell you, it was a, there was a couple of life and death situations there. So you, you certainly wouldn't take it lightly what we did. And um, the fact that all 35 of us came back in one piece was was a testament to the courage and, 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 and how tough it was just to get through it. Yeah, well, mate, could be said better. I can't wait to uh, listen to that and more in round 19, Beaties for Brain Cancer. Yeah, Silky. and look, just on it, the, the foundation, and it was created in 2014, and up until now they've raised over $10 million for, for brain yep. cancer research, which is uh, you know a great effort, and I'm, I think they've got a target of $3 million this year. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep our listeners up to date. And uh, as you've just said there, Andrew, if they want to, uh, if anyone wants to get a beanie, we'll give a couple of options as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a great it's a great initiative, and he's a, he's a great he's a great bloke, Mark, and it's great to see that he's um he's winning the battle at the moment. You know, it's a, it, like I said, it's, it's never curable, and um, as Bush would know as well, it's, it's in his family as well. But you know, the fight the fight that's in these people and the positive attitudes are the boys that it, it keeps everyone around the positive and. And it's just great to be a part of it. It really is. Well, mate, it's great to have you part of Roosters Radio. And I think like, we were always having a lot of fun and having a lot of banter in here. But on a serious note, the you know brain cancer doesn't discriminate. We all know that. But neither should our support of of different charities. And this is one that I think everyone could get behind happily and easily. And you've made it so easy through our Roosters Juniors clubs. You know, you being a great representative of our club, Kelly Robbo from Bondi United or Trudy Devereaux from the Mighty Crow Valley Crocs. So get in touch with your local club. Get in touch with the team manager. Shoot up. Thank you so much for coming on Roosters Radio. I wish you were a former player. I know you wanted to be, but in this case, you're doing something equally important. Oh, thanks, guys. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a privilege to be a part of it, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really grateful to see that everybody in the Roosters Junior uh, Rugby League system has been a part of it as well. It's, it's great to see. Thanks, guys. See Appreciate you back it. in the studio. There you have it, Silky. Great man, fellow host, Bells. You grew up with Shooter yourself. He's always doing these causes. He's a real leader in our community, and now that's why we love having him in here on Roosters Radio. He's got the board riders. 
He hails from Bronny. He's now um, been, I think, contracted to Maroubra Silky via Jim Matraville. Matraville boy now. Yeah, well, Matraville, he's down at down at Bo- uh, Botany Matto, Maroubra. And I tell you what, he's down with the board riders. He's always doing something in the community. And, you know, he talks about Mark Hughes so highly, I, you know, and I'm, I can't wait to have Mark Hughes in the studio and just talk about this great initiative. Yeah, he's a great guy, Shooter, and... As you mentioned, such a great community man and just he follows what he's passionate about and that just shows through what he does for his community. So, top bloke. There you have it. You're on Roosters Radio. Silky Bush and Bells. Welcome back to Roosters Radio. And, guys, Sunday, all three grades at the foot of the mountains. We've got the jersey flag. We've got our reserve grade or Canterbury Cup, as it's now called. And, of course, first grade takes you back to those good old days at the football. What are your thoughts? Love it, Silky. Love it. Bells, I don't know what you think, but it's nostalgic for me. And if you uh, do like Ugg boots, um, drive-thrus and uh, <laughs> scarves at the foot of the mountains, it's going to be a cracking day to be a rooster. A bit of water skiing if you want, just jump over oh, it. Oh, yeah. Or as Jack, our producer, mentions, aqua golf. <laughs> hey? I'll tell you what I like about the all three grades. You're going to get the opportunity to see some of these fringe players, namely Ryan Hall, um, a yep. couple of these young guys in the forwards, mm. Puasa, uh, as well, that are Knocking at the door, pushing to, to get in the first grade squad during the ori- origin period is the ideal time. So you'll actually get to see them uh, as they take on Penrith there on Sunday. Cooper's back as well, which is going to be good. So it uh, be great to see him run out in the seven and uh, steer us around the park. What are your thoughts on the Panthers? They've been uh, abysmal this year. They might have found a bit of form last week. I saw an interview with Ivan Cleary during the week where he He feels like he might have broken through a bit, but um, look, we really need to win this one. Panthers are a certainty to make the eight, in my opinion. Yeah, my opinion. Um, And potential push for the four. I think the same. And I do this. I look at where the Roosters were last year. Cooper Cronk had joined the club. Mitchell Pearce had exited the club. There was lots of conjecture over how that played out. Only the coaches and everyone knew. It's later come out, uh, the story there. And we weren't going so good. This time, Penrith have got the same situation. They've got a new coach as opposed to a new halfback. And I think there's a lot of pressure on them. I reckon they've turned the corner. They're playing for each other. They've got a couple of players to come back from origin. Um, Beware the Panther. I like what Friendy said in that interview about, you know, our boys feeling, um, I suppose, that they didn't put in their best effort against Newcastle and they're ready to make amends. Your thoughts, Bells? Yeah, I think it's going to be a great game. They're coming off the bye. They've rested. They They didn't play well against Newcastle, so... I'm looking forward to it. Penrith got a few players out as well, but with Cooper back, I think we're just going to be too strong across the park. I hope this weather clears up by Sunday. Otherwise, it'll be a real tough game. Yeah, Mm. like an old school rugby league game in the Mm. wet. Bell's our stats expert every week. You are, but uh, with no game last week for tackle counts and metres and uh, and all the great insights that you give us, give us a score prediction, something for the punters. Uh, I think we're going to get away with it. I I, I actually, depending on weather, it might be a close game, but... 16-14 16-14 for me. Oh, wow. Mm, I think it's going to be tight if it's going to be raining. I haven't got a score <laughs> prediction. I've just got a player watch. Victor Radley. He's been in his first Origin camp. We talked about it last year mm. how um, we talked about it last year how Latrell Mitchell would benefit from spending time with all these great players. I think watch Victor Radley on Sunday. I think he's going to have an absolute blinder and East will win. Yeah, and I think this is the restart Latrell needs. I think Latrell's been in exciting form, but he's one to watch on Sunday as well after coming back, as you said, about being in that origin environment, that high level, you know, you know, around those amazing players. So Latrell and Victor, one to watch. Bells, girl power this weekend. We're going with your score as a team. It's a Roosters Radio team score. Woo. It's girl power to the Roosters in honour of Rick Stone's appointment of the new women's coach. We wish them the best, and we cannot wait to see our rockin' Rooster ladies get out there and get some great results. 
Well, that's it for another episode of Roosters Radio. We'd like to thank our special guests, Andrew Shooter Maguire and the one and only Captain Jake Friend. You've been listening to Roosters Radio. East to win. Best we've ever seen. The red, white, and blue.